Welcome to Roomings. Every week we take mini dives into topics and explore it on what it is, what it can be and what it should be. We are a coach, a psychologist and an expressive arts practitioner and we just want to be a part of the conversation. Join us every Sunday if you'd like to ruminate or muse with us. Join us on Roomings. Welcome back to Roomings. Last time we spoke a little bit about vulnerability, what it is, why it's important for us to understand it and acknowledge it, and also a little bit about why society discourages its expression. Today, let's take it a little bit forward, diving slightly deeper into this beautiful concept of vulnerability. As Namita rightly mentioned in the last podcast, the year 2020 has been, to say the least, very challenging to most of us. it has made us question things that we probably took for granted before today i'm going to ask abha and namita both of you to allow yourselves to express and to show all of us your vulnerable side although vulnerability is a simple concept probably it is very very difficult to practice so my first question to both of you Has there ever been a time that you have been unable to express vulnerability? Has there ever been a time that you felt vulnerable but you chose to hide it or not express it? Can you tell us a little bit about that time and what made you hide it? Abha? Oh yes, quite a few times and um I remember there was one patch where it was with a couple of friends where I couldn't actually share what i was going through in a workplace uh because i was afraid that they will perceive me as okay i'm not being assertive i'm not standing up for myself i'm not calling the shots and i remember i was feeling extremely frustrated uncomfortable suffocated angry uh angry with myself there was like an array of emotions going on within me and when i would meet these friends and they would say okay how is life how's your work and how is it going and i would i would keep saying oh it's fine i'm working on this i'm working on that i would i remember i forced myself to see very positive sides of the the work situation where yes not that i was making them up but i carefully concealed and hid away all those things that i wasn't actually comfortable with because i was conscious of how i'll be perceived i compared myself to their work situations that oh they're they're heading projects they're doing things and their projects are out in the market and so on and so forth and here i'm struggling with something and i can't do something as basic as being assertive about it I, it was a very frustrating spell of my career back then and i chose to do this i knew what i was doing again coming back to the judgment we discussed in the previous session about how we'd be perceived and it was much much later after i had quit the job that i was able to actually tell the same set of friends that this is what i was going through like quite a few months apart was i actually able to say that no i wasn't happy 
or I was frustrated or it got me down or I wasn't comfortable, I wasn't growing there, I wasn't happy there. I was able to name it much later. Uh, so that's something I could uh, think about at the top of my hand right now. I think this holds true for a lot of us where um, in that in that moment, sometimes we find that we can't be vulnerable, we can't be ourselves for different reasons. But it's so amazing that you went back to that situation and you you honored yourself by being your authentic self, by saying what you really felt, even though it was after some time. Namita, what about you? You know, when I hear Abha talk about it, I I also have these flashes of so many instances where I chose not to be vulnerable. Uh, a lot of it was how I would be perceived, right? And uh, so if I could think about it, say, you know, it starts somewhere small. Uh, in college, I don't know what school. So, uh, and I'm very scared to say that, hey, I don't know what you're talking about, you know, or I don't know the slang that you're, you're saying it because I'm perceived as uncool or not part of, you know, my generation or the, the, the part of the conversation. And, you know, it's such a college thing to feel, right? So vulnerability was that for me where I always chose to just laugh through, you know, hide my awkward laughter in the louder noise so that um, people don't realize that, hey, it didn't register what they were saying to me. You know, these those those were smaller instances. But one of the biggest ones that I think happened was uh, in one of my workplaces and things weren't going well. And um, I decided that I shouldn't be vulnerable because if I'm vulnerable, they won't be able to trust me and, you know, come to me and help, let me help them, right? And so I put up this act where I had it together because I wanted to say that I've been given this position where I'm supposed to have answers and I'm equally lost as them. So again, rejection, right? Or or uh, taking advantage of that. Those were these things that kept coming in my mind. And the most ironical thing is the one reason why I wasn't vulnerable was the reason in my head, the logic was let's not be vulnerable. Hence, they, you become this trusting figure that people will come to you. The reality is, I kind of became persona non grata for a long time because they didn't understand it, right? And the day I actually lost it, became vulnerable, voiced out how what I feel and how I really feel, everybody was stumped. Stumped. And that was the time when trust really began for me, you know? So I think I agree with Abba that it's so hard in that moment to even think or consider to be vulnerable because there is something in your body preserving you saying that don't do it just just go with the flow or you know just mingle your laughter with other laughter so that people don't hear you've not getting it right they're little things but I think it's literally the easy way out now I think of it it sounds like a chicken but it's just the way that at that moment made me breathe a little easier rather than you know just say hey i don't know what I, what what this is and i rather take a risk and say the unknown you know acknowledge the unknown so yeah that was those were some moments for me i think i can completely empathize with you namita and abha uh, when you said namita that a lot of the times i think we use humor to hide what we are feeling and 
also that sometimes we don't want to be vulnerable so that people can trust us but it's it's ironic that we are hiding who we really are all of us um and we think that that will make people trust us coming to my next question do you think boundaries are important now we have spoken about when to be vulnerable let's also talk about when not to be vulnerable when do we choose not to open ourselves up to others what are boundaries are they important you know i think that's a very interesting question you know boundaries boundaries come as a crutch and sometimes a savior and i think even with vulnerability it's the same thing i agree that boundaries are important it's also a double edged sword is what i feel right boundaries are important you do need boundaries in the sense that you can't be constantly vulnerable because the hits keep on coming and then as your mental health and your emotional health would not be able to take it that's my personal opinion but at the same time the reason why i call it as a double edged sword is because sometimes because saying that i don't want to get hurt and boundary is important you don't let people in if i had to give you my example i'm like a medieval castle with a moat you need special permission to stand in a moat let alone stand on the wall of castle and the boundaries that i've built around myself they aren't boundaries they're walls and that's purely because i'm protecting my vulnerability so i think i'm using me as a cautionary tale because in 2020 i realized hey they, the moat's not bad they could be in the outer castle too you they did they, they shouldn't have to live in the dog house so to speak so um yeah boundaries are a double edged sword where they're important but uh, what i think Abha spoke in the last session where she said that vulnerability is learned without it being taught. Boundaries are drawn without understanding how to draw them. We're very juvenile with it. It's not an easy ask or an easy answer to your question from my end. I would rather say that I found the people that can enter the castle. They used to be on the moat. The drawbridge is down and only for them you know through biometric scanning they are allowed to enter into the motif my into the uh, castle of me so to speak and this is important this is where you need that fineness of realizing ke i can place my trust here and let this person in how much in and how much i can't right so i i don't know if if it's a yes or no binary answer to your question that that's where i'm at what about you abha yeah i find myself going back to recognizing where is it okay for you to let your guard down and as you said recognizing where and with whom can you do this and in what kinds of situations can you afford to lose your guard um and there are so many times and again in other work situations where you can't you don't have the time and the kind of bandwidth to do that yes you can come back home in the safety of your home and just let out a cry about a bad bad day but at that time during the day you need to face it you you cannot afford to show what's really going on so over time it's also about recognizing where when and with whom can you can you do all of this and yes with people i realized boundaries change over time you can no longer be vulnerable with the same people you used to be or you can be vulnerable with a new set of people 
and as you said uh, namita this year you actually let some people in in your castle some new ones or you at least let the brought down the drawbridge my journey with vulnerability is also about inspecting my boundaries and where they are how they are how strong they are or how thin or sparse or thick they are and i've realized i've uh, explored different textures uh, over time and when with over people and uh, some of them have thinned down some of them have become sparse they're still there but they've thinned down and with some yes the walls have been built uh, with spear heads on top continuing with navita's imagery i think both of you have so beautifully explained what it means to have boundaries and that boundaries aren't concrete they are ever changing um the people that that are inside and outside your boundaries are also ever changing and it is okay to not to not allow certain people in it's okay to not express those innate parts of your most personal selves to everyone there is no guilt associated with it and i think that's a learning i think that comes as we experience vulnerability more and more um let's move forward and i actually want to ask you all that so abha was saying that vulnerability also has a positive um side to it which means that sometimes you feel extreme joy or you feel extremely excited or proud but i think this is another part of us which we are kind of taught to repress right we we are taught to not be too proud we are we are taught to be humble we are not we are taught not to be too overjoyed because that may show that you aren't the most humble person around i want to know has there ever been a time that you have expressed this positive side of vulnerability and how did it feel i remember uh, this this side of we about being perceived as being too much when expressed uh, my joy excitement exhilaration discovery about anything and everything it could be something as simple as a song or a film or a book or a line or a poem and sometimes all these things do hit you um pretty intensely when that intensity was let out and i have heard things like oh my god isn't that a bit too much or uh, aren't you exaggerating or uh, it's just a film it's just a book it's a line it's just it's just it's just and then slowly i found myself taking several steps back and actually toning all my intensity down into oh yeah it's a good 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 book it's a good film it's a good poem it's a good line yeah it's fine it's good whereas inside i was actually feeling like i could explored and somewhere my expression got curtailed again it's about how we are received in this case i've always been conscious or i'll always see the crowd and then speak kind of a scenario where can i be myself or be too much of myself it has happened in the smallest of things so you can imagine how it could have been about bigger things of having a crush on someone liking someone uh things like this which actually are worth exploring inside you expanding inside you namita can you share some of your experiences about this you know i think the first thing that came into my mind when um someone asked about humbleness and now when i'm lis- i listen to your answer 
it's actually around the same thing i am a nerd okay i'm a nerd and a i'm a nerd in different ways right i am nerdy about music i'm nerdy about series shows movies books i'm nerdy about weird facts that i know and i don't know how i know these facts but i do and i'm also very innocent about it i've realized in my innocence uh, i just speak you know in the flow of thought i just get excited and i i start connecting it to you know uh, as some of my friends always put it that yeah with namita things randomly will connect from art music to science to history to you know it just happens with her and you just have to jump the pod as she goes right but this i haven't been able to do it with a lot of people you know because i was always told that you're being too snarky you're being too smart about it you're being too um showing off your intelligence you're just being arrogant about it you're dismissive about our facts right while in reality i was just being innocently flying high because there is something to you know get nerdy about like the knowledge of it essentially speaking and and just sharing it thriving off each other's energy and you know flowing with it and over time i stopped believing that i'm smart i just thought i was awkward or i was weird in my thought process i still hold on the weirdness part and the quirkiness part of it and i think i'm proud of it now but i think it's taken a long time for me to reach there you know because like someone said it everybody made me feel that i wasn't humble about it because humble is so important right but i was just enjoying it like a child running jumping going with the thought and letting it flow and let letting it fly the way it wanted to right so i felt the joy of it but i've also felt how i've become very conscious about if i say this am i insulting somebody's intellect i'm not you know it's just how my brain is hotwired i am a scatterbrained person but it used to come up right like when i'm talking to somebody suddenly their eyes have glazed over and like okay we have lost this battle <laughs> let's cop it in because you know this or or are they dismissive about it so i think i resonate a lot when when abha said i just i just i just i just for me it was the same thing that don't it seems to make you're not intending for it but the other person seems to be insulted that or feel hurt by what you said and i have coped my positives also in the lieu of being humble so i think that's how i relate to the question i think there is a childlike part in all of us which wants to show joy which wants to be excited which wants to run around the room screaming uh and saying that yes i won this prize or i did great at this but as both of you all rightly mentioned we've all been put into these labels and we've been told to be something or to not be too much of it as abha rightly said that really brings me to my next question where as as important as it is to understand how we can express vulnerability i think it's equally important for us to understand how we can allow others to express their vulnerability because somewhere unconsciously all of us have these labels we are all uncomfortable with certain emotions if someone's crying in the room we are the first to say hey don't cry here here take some water stop crying it's not so much because 
we we don't want them to be vulnerable but i think it is somewhere because we are uncomfortable with the idea of vulnerability so what do you think we as human beings basically are needed to do to make sure that people can be vulnerable that people can be themselves that these labels probably come down what do you think we can do one of the things that i've realized and this has come especially again from 2020 because i changed course in my career now a large part of my career is just listening only listening and by the grace of other people giving me the space to be vulnerable i learned how to hold space right so i think you know what happens with human beings is we think we have to do a lot when somebody is being vulnerable you don't you just have to sometimes all it takes is a silence silence which is not uh, hurtful or pressuring or nothing it's just your existence and presence doesn't matter more than that you take up space in that conversation or in the room right it is about saying that you need the whole room to breathe take it i'll just i'll just wait not pressurizing you that i'm waiting for 5 minutes are you all done with your tantrum or just observing you know because sometimes people aren't even at that level and listen in you know so i've realized so many times it's it's literally in my client's voice you've listened that there's certain quiver and weak spots in their tone or there's a shiver in the body or there is this hunching of shoulders i refuse to believe that most people don't see it because you we do we do you know a lot of times people have come up to me and said hey it's easy you're a psychologist and a coach this is your job to see so you see it you see it for family right you see it for your close friends that is how you create that space for vulnerability as human beings i don't know if if, if i want to prescribe this for everybody but i am sure if you very closely look at the people who are vulnerable to you and you will have a list maybe it fits in the palm of your hand one hand but just see what you do for them that makes them just simply come to you and say what they want to say and sometimes it's really 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 controversial stuff right but you just just say it and you it i think friendship is the best place where you can explain vulnerability that freedom where you can just knock on your friend's door and say hey i just need to exist and breathe in your space and you'd let that person be that's the simplest and the biggest gesture of allowing somebody to be vulnerable so i think it's not about what you are supposed to do but it's about how perhaps you shrink your self so you allow the other person the space to expand and it sounds abstract but i hope you guys got it actually what you said resonated so much and yes it's sometimes a lot about those simple silences those non awkward simple silences uh, but i'd like to add to that is one can always withdraw the judgment that is so important because you don't need to say it but people pick up on your judgment oh she cried too loud she laughed too loud she was waving her arms a lot you notice these gestures and that's where you realize why you hold yourself back is because someone is noticing you 
and someone is making you aware of how they are noticing you why are we able to do all these things in front of some people and why aren't we or why can't we in front of some people and the answer lies in these things in these pockets of judgment which we also exhibit knowingly or unknowingly and as i began uh, facilitating expressive art sessions this is where i saw that uh, this is not a space for my judgment i need to withdraw it i need to consciously withdraw my judgment which may unknowingly fall through pass through which can be picked up and make a habit out of it and to slowly as you allow yourself to get there you also are more accepting of other people is what i realized and it's a this is something that has worked for me that as i began to be more accepting of myself as i began to observe where i am a bit judgmental with myself i realize my judgment towards other people began reducing i'm not saying i am foolproof no way but there's been a change i think both of you all have mentioned really really important points when namita speaks about how silence is important it's important for a person to just exist and abha saying that putting your judgment wala goggle down for a bit and looking at a person without those without those goggles seeing the person without any judgments without any labels i think these two things are really important and they definitely do make a big big difference in allowing other people your your loved ones to be to be vulnerable to end i would just like to ask our coach and our expressive arts facilitator if i were to come to you um asking how could i be vulnerable what is it that i could do to be vulnerable what would you suggest you know someone i recently read this somewhere unfortunately i don't have the author's name but they said that vulnerability is the only bridge to build connections i would go back to building connections comes from trust right trust to be free to be completely authentically you right and it starts with the silence it really does as a coach i i would say this that in my experience the silence is the hardest try being silent for 2 minutes your mind is loud you're constantly anxious am i doing the right thing for the other person and am is this is this what i'm supposed to do am i supposed to find the comforting word you know we we go into an overdrive of overthinking that what am i supposed to say what am i supposed to do am i supposed to you know hold their hands give them space give them water you know we create an entire scene rejected recreate scenes right but when you're silent and you don't think about yourself you know you step out of your your mind and you use the one most overly abused sense which is eyes and just look at the person in front of you if you or if you have the luxury of looking at them or listening to them over the phone whatever it is and focus on their breath and within that you'll have the answer on what your silence means to them so in that silence when you when the mind becomes loud tell yourself it's not about you you don't matter and your thoughts don't matter in this moment because somebody in front of you is thinking something and needs that space you know to build that connection as the quote says just stay quiet 
tell yourself that it's not about you and just look out or listen in and see what the person needs i promise you within 5 seconds you will know how to give them that space that's that's my tip abha what about you that was beautiful namita yeah that makes complete sense for me i guess um, observing or taking our attention to the physical aspects of our vulnerability what are the things that you're holding yourself back from again are you am i smiling too much am i being too feminine am i do i seem more boyish uh, am i waving my hands too much am i grinning so much is my laughter loud it's about taking a gentle attention to these aspects which you've sort of curtailed and curbed over time because of various situations and people that may have come into your life and it's slowly about opening these these parts of you and changing them step by step it's about physically opening yourself up i think for me that has uh, worked and i see that in expressive arts especially people struggle with the physical aspects of being vulnerable of showing themselves of moving actually and that is something that takes a long time to shift and move but taking your gentle awareness and attention there can bring about small changes that was beautiful namita and abha thank you because i think this helps a lot to understand how vulnerability can be expressed both mentally and physically as you all rightly said physically also sometimes we hold ourselves back mentally also we rarely as as namita rightly said we rarely do listen to just plain listen we a lot of the times listen to speak listen to listen and think of what we are going to say next and it's very very difficult to just listen for the sake of listening and also as abha said to physically express that vulnerability so thank you so much everyone for joining in on this on our first session on vulnerability we've had a blast and i hope you all have as well thank you so much and we'll see you in the next one